Hey everyone, it's Cam, and you're listening to Journey of Excellence podcast. This podcast highlights individuals who are dedicated to living a life of excellence with the giftings they've been blessed with while they embark on their journey to shine their light. Today's guest is actor Nathan Mitchell. Nathan has been in the acting world for quite some time and has an impressive resume. You can now catch him in the critically acclaimed Amazon series, The Boys, which is in the second season where he plays one of the main characters, Black Noir, who's a member of The Seven. Let's jump into our conversation. Well, Nathan, I want to say thank you so much, man, for coming to the Journey of Excellence podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So what I do, man, with all my guests is I have a quick, um, fun little rapid fire questions. Can you want to quickly play some? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So would you rather, would you rather take a vacation to Jamaica or Trinidad? Trinidad. Trinidad. All right. Nice. Top five artists that you listen to? Oh, man. Right now, I got to say... You know, I love like Big Sean, nice. Drake, Hozier. Yeah. Uh, I'll just throw. Let me see who do who do I have on my who am I listening to right now? <laughs> um, I like uh, Jadena. Nice, nice. Who else? I gotta I gotta kind of scroll through to see them who I've been bumping lately. Um, I'm gonna throw out Cautious Clay. I love Cautious Clay. Okay. And, uh, Chance the Rapper. Nice. I like that. I like that. That's a great group. One meal you can never get tired of. One meal? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, I'm going to put it down as, uh, you know, I love, I love some chicken and ribs. Hey, can never go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Secret talent you can share with us. Secret talent. Let's see. What is a secret talent? I love playing the ukulele. Okay, nice. How long have you been doing that for now? Uh, a couple of years. All right. Years. You know, just with some friends, playing some covers here and there. <laughs> I like it. I like it. A little jam session. Exactly. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, Nathan, you know, this podcast was created to entertain, educate through creativity, and have an entertaining guest like yourself that pursue the importance of living their best lives on a daily basis. So before we get into our great conversation, um, I want to know, take me back to senior, uh, senior year of high school. You know, what were your interests and passions? Uh, you know, I was really interested in acting in high school, you know, in, in my senior year of high school. Um, you know, I, I uh, was at a school that had an arts program, so I was majoring in drama. So I was doing that every day. Uh, and, you know, I loved basketball up until that time, and I still do, but, you know, I really wanted to play basketball up until I broke my uh, ankle in grade, I think it was grade 10, and oh, it got man. down a little bit. But, yeah, you know, when I graduated high school, I wasn't, I loved acting, but I wasn't sure if I needed to act, you know? Mm -hmm. So I went to university, and I studied radio and television and, and majored in film production and, and broadcasting. And I finished that, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to act, but I'm not going to do anything else. You know? Okay. Yes, yes. Were you, when you played basketball, were you point guard? What, what, what position did you play? I was a power forward primarily. Okay. You know, I played, you know, power forward primarily. Then depending on, you know, the lineup and the team I was on, it would shift to either uh, small forward or center. You know? Okay. 
I like it. I like it. So I'm guessing, I have to say, you, I know you must be a Raptors fan. Yeah, yeah, I love the Raptors. You know, it's it's tough, though, because, like, I was, you know, I talked about university. Like, back in the day, I was, like, I was, like, so diehard. And they, they broke my heart so many times, like, I couldn't take it emotionally, you know? So, <laughs> so over, I don't know, last four, five, six years, I just, I kind of just watched from a distance, you know? Like, I'm there, you yeah. know, in spirit, but, like, I can't, I can't let my heart, even, you know, with the championship, like, I can't let my heart get too, too invested because they're... <laughs> so, you know... Tell me, how did you break into the acting field? You know, um, I wouldn't describe it as breaking. I would more describe it as like, you know, slowly working up, um, you know, climbing up a mountain or climbing up a hill. Mm. Uh, you know, I got an agent when I, in, uh, when I was, I guess, in my last semester of high school. Okay. Um, and I started auditioning. You know, I was also going to university, you know, the year after that. And so I had something to focus on while I was auditioning. Um, and I was just studying. Nice. You know, I just take class outside of university, um, you know, once or twice a week consistently learning, auditioning, trying, failing, succeeding, you know, just just it was just steps, 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 steps. And eventually, you know, I, I booked a commercial. That was my first thing. And then I booked a three episode guest star on a, on a TV show. And, you know, there are ups and downs. Like after that, it was quiet for a little, but I just kept studying. I kept training and I kept looking forward. So, you know, everything was pretty much the result of sustained effort, I would say. Okay. I like, I like how you said sustained effort. I like how you, how you use the analogy of the mountain, right? Cause I think sometimes in life we think that, you see, you see our peers, our loved ones, you know, friends, family, whatever, or even entertainers that we aspire, um, you know, to be great like them. And we think that's so easy. So I liked how you used the analogy of the stepping, because I think in life, you know, everything that you do is, I, I call, I call our, our, our generation, and Nathan, the microwave generation. We want it so quick. I think it's because of the use of um, technology and stuff. So I love that analogy about the mountain, because I think anything great, it's worth to go after, but it takes long, right? So, but it's mm-hmm. worth it once you get it, as you're saying. So, um, yeah, I is. like that, man. It is. So, as being an actor comes with a lot of rejection, how have you been able to get over re- rejection? And how do you let rejection fuel, fuel you to prepare yourself for the next role? Um, you know, for me, I find that the key is not taking it personally and mm. not even seeing it as rejection. You know, in my last year in university, I produced a pilot. And so I wrote it, you know, I cast it, you know, and I I was in it, but I also helped, you know, make it, you know, Uh throughout the whole thing. And I realized a few things, you know, like when an actor goes into an audition, like, yeah, they have to be great, you know, and write for the part, but they also have to fit with everything else that's going on. So I would notice that, like, I would look at an actor who's coming into audition and it wasn't just, are they great? It was, do they fit with the other people I'm casting? So okay. in some terms, like, you could be, you could do a, an amazing audition and not get it. And it has nothing to do with your work in the room. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, there were times where I saw somebody who was like, I want this person for the role, but I have uh, team members you know, um, who wanted somebody else. And there were one or two times where like, I wanted somebody, but I had to kind of like be democratic and go with the team because they gave me 
somebody else I really wanted for a different role. So I was kind of like, you know, you know, it was kind of like a give and take scenario. And that again showed me that like, it's not, it doesn't just, it's not always one unanimous decision. You know, people have different tastes, different perspectives. And sometimes it just, it just comes down to that, you know? So Mm -hmm. with those two pieces of experience in mind, it's like, it's not rejection. It's like they're choosing someone else in some cases for reasons that have nothing to do with you, you know? So, so it's really just going in, doing your best, bringing yourself, bringing your own unique flavor and style and, and um, doing that until you find the project that matches up with you. Mm. I like that. I like that a lot. So I know you play Black Noir on Amazon's Prime TV's on Prime TV series, The Boys, which is now in the second season. Tell us a little bit more about your character and how did you get this role? You know, he was a very uh, silent, uh, enigmatic figure. You know, um, <laughs> he's got a lot of quirkiness and a lot of heart, despite how um, ruthless he can be at times. You know, and he he has there's a lot to him that hasn't been revealed yet. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's what people are kind of finding fascinating about him. Um, He's a joy to play, you know, he's a joy to explore. And I just I just love being in that suit and and living as a superhero. You know, Mm -hmm. I'd say, uh, yeah, I'd say I got the role. Um, You know, I was uh, I was actually. I was actually on vacation when the audition for, for Noir came in and I'd auditioned for uh, the deep, I think about a month before. And I was like, Oh, this is really cool. It'd be nice if I got this, but like probably won't, you know, whatever. (laughs) And then I'm on, I'm on vacation. I think we, we got into, I think it was Punta Cana and it was like two days in, you know, and I got this email. I'm like, Oh, I'm on vacation. It's Christmas, you know, but, and I looked, (laughs) I looked at it and I'm like, Oh, Oh, cool. This is like, okay, I see, what, I see what this is. And my agent was like, or somebody was like, hey, we need you to get it in like tomorrow. And I'm like, guys, it's like Christmas break. I can just do it when I get back. And they're like, okay, fine, fine, fine. And then I, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's, it's the Seth Rogen thing that I auditioned for a little while ago. And so I just read it. I kind of let it marinate in myself. You know, I kind of memorized it casually, you know, and, um, you know, I just enjoyed my vacation. And, you know, I got back home. I taped it in a day or two and I sent it out. And then like, I guess within three days I got where they were interested. And then within three or four more days, we kind of sealed the deal and I was flying off to LA. Wow. That's amazing. Now I, I saw an interview as you play Black Noir. I know you don't have no speaking parts, but how does one as an actor like yourself is able to bring this character life to life without speaking? Uh, you know, I think the thing is, it's it's really about, um, you know, connecting with the thoughts and the desires, you know, and and even the fears of, of any character, you know. And so for me, it's like you do that. And then it's like, what, what would you say if you could? Mm. You know, what would you do if you could in this moment? And then you take the words away. You know, you, 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 you take the words out and you put those words into your body. And yeah. you let your body speak for the words you're not saying. And, you know, that's, you know, the main guiding principle I have. And it's a lot of fun. Nice, man. Sounds like a very fun role to play. And it's a, it's a great TV series, too. So good job and keep, keep doing your thing. Thank you. So what are some tips you can give to my audience for those who are aspiring actors on how to hone their craft? 
Mm. You know, I think the biggest thing you got to do is find a good teacher, you know, find a good um, way of working that works for you. Like there's so many ways to work there, you know, as many different ways to work as there are people probably, but you know, the one thing you can control is your skill and your craft. And so mastering that, honing that, like look at your favorite actor on TV and be like, what's the difference between my work and their work and how can I get there? You know, um, being able to be honest with yourself and critique your work without being critical of yourself. You know, I think the thing about acting is that, you know, painting, you know, you have a canvas dancing, you're moving on a stage in a way that's different than you do in everyday life. Um, mm-hmm. Singing, you're using your voice in a way that's different, you know, but with acting, you're using yourself in a way that's kind of indistinguishable from everyday life. And the more you, um, what's the right word? The more, the better you are, the more uh, invisible your acting is. So people have a tendency to identify themselves and their self-worth with their acting ability. And the more you do that, the more like when you don't do a great job, the more you're going to like beat yourself up and get down on yourself. But when you can detach and, and, and observe your work objectively, being like, okay, I need to be better here. I need to be more believable there. I need more life here. I, I need to um, do something more specific with more feeling in this moment. I need to listen and react in that moment. When you can break your stuff down and observe where you did well, but also where you need to improve without beating yourself up, you know, I think the more honest you can be with that process, the better you'll become. You know, so I'd say... Focus on finding a great teacher. Focus focus on becoming the best actor you can become. Um, really develop um, your ability to listen, you know, to your scene partner, to have an opinion about what you're hearing and what you're doing, um, mm. to do and say things in a specific way, and to use your imagination, believe your imagination, and allow that to affect your work. Mm. I like what you said. That's, that's, that's wonderful. So what rituals do you follow to help you perform before you go into audition? You know what? I, I don't really have a specific ritual. I think um, it's really just, I just have a process of, of working. You know, I have, mm. have a rehearsal process. I have a way of getting into the character. And I just, you know, I, I, I do that with my scene partner, you know, whoever's helping me rehearse. And I just, I just get in that way, you know? And then whenever I feel kind of like I got it, kind of like rested, kind of good, then I just jump in, you know? So it's, it's, yeah. it's, really, it's really that, you know, at the end of the day. It's not, there's no specific ritual I do. Um, yeah, just, just a specific way of, of working. Nice, nice. No, it's right. I guess it's all about work ethic, and that's, I guess, whatever career, whatever field you're in, right? Like, so um, yeah. I like how you put that. And the other thing I'd say is like whatever process or technique you have, make sure it's fun for you and enjoyable for you. Make sure doing it is fulfilling in and of itself, because if you're just doing it to get something, you know, and you're not enjoying the process, you're inevitably going to do like not going to put your whole self into it because it's a means to an end. But if you um, if you really enjoy what you're doing, you're going to put more of yourself into it. And the more of yourself you put in, the better you're going to become. Um, and so whatever your process or technique is, make it something that you enjoy as well. Make it something that is fun to do. So even if you don't get that audition, it doesn't feel like wasted time. Very true. I, I like what you said there, because I think sometimes 
we could a little like keeping up with the gyms, right? You're, you're doing something sometimes because you're trying to keep up. But you're, I like you said, when you have the love for something, you're not doing it for if it's the money's sake and nothing's wrong with that or the accolades, but you're really doing it because you have a love for it and you, you have a gift to entertain um, and bring to life these characters on screen. You know, that, that's one of the things we love about, I think, movies is it takes us to a place that um, we don't probably see on an everyday basis. But um, I think just how what you're doing, Nathan, is wonderful. I think you could be able to continue to inspire a lot of people, too. No, thank you so much. Thank you, man. Well, no problem, man. So what advice can you give to our audience while they're on their journey of excellence? You know, I think it's about um, connecting to your truth, you know, and mm-hmm. connecting to your instincts and connecting to what you think you need and what will fulfill you, you know, mm-hmm. um, and following your own path. Um, you know, I remember, you know, when, you, when you're in high school, you know, or whatever time in life, you can easily feel kind of like a push and pull from outside forces of like, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I remember feeling like kind of feeling like two paths at one time, like, you know, um, you know, my dad works um, as an accountant and, um, you know, he um, it's very math, you know, oriented thing, yes. you know, and a lot of my family members working kind of in business and stuff like that. Nice. Um, and feeling that that um, kind of pull like, OK, I got to do good in math. I got to do good in this area or that area. I got to get these grades. Mm. And then I had this other thing. I'm like, I could work really, really hard at something that doesn't really feel like me to do something I feel I'm supposed to do. Or I could like take it easy a little bit, be more of an artist and really spend time with my friends, you know? And I did the latter, you know? And, you know, I still got A's, you know, but I was a 90 student or whatever, but that didn't feel like what I needed to do, you know? And so I connected to myself as an artist, you know, I connected to my friends, you know, and, and those bonds, and it led me to where I am today, you know? Yeah. So listening to that, that um, inner instinct, I would say, you know, that pull, wherever it may lead you, that's, that feels true. You know, I think that's, that's the path. Nice. No, I, I, th- I like what you said there. Cause I think, you know, I, I'm a creative myself. I mean, I think it's hard sometimes to look at either your parents or family members or friends and think, or I should be doing this because this is the safe route. But I love what you said. It's that inner instinct and that's knowing what you want to do. And, you know, we, we all have our own journeys in life, right? Um, hence, that's why I called this podcast a journey back. So I think once you understand what you've been placed on this earth to do, and as you said, um, to find a greater, what's the right word? A greater sense of why you're doing this particular craft. I think that's when life becomes more in, in, fulfilling and enriching. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I always say the, the same, creatives have to create, right? So um, yeah, man, I, I love everything we just said. Awesome. Yeah, man. Well, Nathan, so, thank you so much, man, for coming to the Journey of Excellence podcast. Do you have any social media out there that our, our audience could check you out on? Or what's next on the horizon for Nathan? Um, you can, uh, I got uh, my Instagram, my social media is all ITS. Nate Mitchell, so it's Nate Mitchell um, on my Instagram and and, and Twitter. Um, yeah, and I got uh, there's a show called Ginny in Georgia, 
that will probably be coming out maybe later this year, maybe early next, not sure. Um, but it's on Netflix, and I'm in a couple episodes near to the end of the season. Great cast, great story, great team of writers. I love all of them. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch, too. Um, but, yeah, you know, keep it posted, and um, you got more coming. I want to thank Nathan for coming on the podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Nathan, follow him on his Instagram. It's Nathan Mitchell. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to hear from more great guests, I'm going to ask you to subscribe to this podcast and let a friend know about us so they can become part of the family. Please follow me on my Instagram, which is Cameron Bolden. I head over to my website, journeyofexcellence.co to keep up with what I have going on. I look forward to continuing our journey together next time. I'm out.